for dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Four more weeks in July, and uh, we did not feel like watching Righteous Kill four more times. Mm -mm. So (laughs) we decided the rest of July should be a theme month and decided uh, that it could be fun to do time travel movies yes um specifically leaving out the most famous of probably all of them (laughs) back to the future because we've both seen it a billion times and and then (laughs) exactly (laughs) so in this case uh we're gonna take some movies that we've seen less of uh including me not at all (laughs) (laughs) yeah including uh the movie that we are doing for this week which is the 1989 American science fiction comedy film, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, an American (laughs) classic if there ever was one. Uh, A movie that I had seen before as a kid. Uh, Lots and lots of stuff in this took me by surprise that I had completely forgotten about. Uh, Don't know if, you know, maybe there's some crossover with... uh, bogus journey the mm-hmm. sequel because i know i've seen that too that one i do not like as much it has some weird gross alien dudes in it that i do i did not like as a kid <laughs> and i'm certain i wouldn't like them now uh but this one specifically the original the classic bill mm-hmm. and ted's excellent adventure uh what did you know of this coming uh, in that there's bill and ted uh <laughs> they play music and one of them's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Like, I didn't really have any context. I truthfully didn't know that they traveled through time before <laughs> watching this movie. Oh, like, that's th- awesome. That's how little I knew yeah. of it. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, we briefly, we had uh, uh, originally considered this movie for Stoner Movie Month. And then when we looked into it and obviously watching it now, mm-hmm. you realize that there's no stoning to be had. Yeah. They don't ever do it or talk about it or anything. They just happen to be like California party dudes. And it just sounds like the kind of guys mm-hmm. that get stoned a lot, but they're not stoners. No. So it didn't make sense to do it then. <laughs> uh, but obviously time travel movie, it makes sense to do it now. Yeah. And uh, that is what we are looking at this week. Uh, according to IMDB, two seemingly dumb teens set off on a quest to prepare the ultimate historical presentation with the help of a time machine. <laughs> and that is very much true. Yep. And that is very much the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, I will say this with as much respect as I possibly can. I'll, I'll, I'll give a comparison that just seems so strange to me in <laughs> retrospect. Um, obviously, I'm sure you thought of many times throughout this movie with all of their bodacious dialogue and all that kind of stuff and most specifically stuff like excellent and riffing guitars and stuff Mm -hmm. an immediate comparison is wayne's world wayne and garth and bill and ted yeah what seems so weird to me looking at it that way is the fact that wayne's world the movie is based on a sketch like Wayne and Garth are sketch characters. Mm -hmm. They're just there to do the things they do every time, you know, like every time, every, every new Wayne's world sketch is the same sketch done again, essentially, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the whole point. So making a movie out of it, you'd think that it would feel more sketch like, but that movie Wayne's world has a very distinct, like plot like an actual story and stuff that these two characters are getting pulled through Mm -hmm. that makes it feel much more like a movie yeah and yet bill and ted despite existing first and foremost in like a spec script that was written and then cast and shot and made into a movie movie Mm -hmm. all the way they feel like sketch characters yeah and their shtick Kind of, or at the very least, the the movie that we do get doesn't really give them the same, like you know, stuff to do mm-hmm. as a Wayne's as as Wayne's World did, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. in the sense that it's like there's never a part where 
Bill and Ted get separated. You know, there's no like Mm -hmm. normal dramatic movie beats to this movie, really. (laughs) It's just like they need to pass their history class. They get a visit from George Carlin (laughs) as, as Rufus from the future. The future that is based on them mm-hmm. sent back in time to make sure that they actually finish this history presentation so that the future he comes from can exist. Yeah. It's a hilarious like concept. <laughs> I loved like the opening was weird. Yeah. The like opening titles and stuff with mm-hmm. that thing coming the, in like, through the gold diamond. Yeah. Shape. That weird the, like yeah. obelisk the fucking thing coming in through whatever with that just weird music to mm-hmm. me. I'm sure in the 80s it was probably more normal. But <laughs> to me it was just like this song is weird and all this stuff is weird. And th- this is how this movie starts. Like <laughs> I truthfully did not remember any of that. And I just thought that was really strange but then after that most of the future stuff i thought was hysterical just the like the world that you know came to be because of bill and ted (laughs) you know be excellent to each other and the Mm -hmm. like gentle guitar strum yeah you know as like a greeting or whatever like it's it's really funny stuff but at the same time it feels so much like it it like that these guys and this story to best like or at least to get the most bang for your buck needed to be more like a sketch Mm -hmm. you know i think in the end like as much fun as i wound up having and i wrote down plenty of like funny bits in it (laughs) and you know it was not a chore to get through it all yeah uh it just wound up feeling less like a movie and more like just a bunch of silly sketches yeah a series of sketches where yeah oh, like this time they're in this time period. exactly and exactly. now they're in this time that, period. that's what it that's what it would have been on like a season of snl mm-hmm. is that every couple of episodes they would have popped back into bill and ted and what time period they had gone to this yeah. time you know it, it's 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 really kind of weird that the sketch characters get a better movie and the movie <laughs> characters kind of probably should have been in sketches yeah it's kind of weird but i mean i definitely had a good time watching it again mm-hmm. and there wasn't too much like laughing at something because i've laughed at it forever and not because it's funny yeah. you know what i mean like i'm mm-hmm. sure there's plenty of movies where it's like if i saw that right now for the first time, I'd be like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you know, but I, I still mm-hmm. laugh at it because I've just always have. Yeah. This case, this movie doesn't have as much of that. Like, I don't remember it well enough to mm-hmm. be like, oh, man. You know, it's just like when it comes, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I had the vaguest notion that <laughs> Napoleon goes to a water park, you know, but I did. it wasn't like, oh, it's funny because that's what he does. It's like, yeah. no, that's actually pretty funny that this... <laughs> Frenchman out of time mm-hmm. is like I'm going to the water park and I'm gonna fall in love with it and I'm gonna <laughs> do yeah. it all day and fight against Bill and Ted as they try to take me away yeah. from it. Constantly cutting children, <laughs> picking them up out of the slide so yeah. he can go down like, first. Get out of here, um, Napoleon. <laughs> um, it was it was fun though. Like I was reading some reviews where they had talked about how like bare bones the like in time sequences are and like sort of like stereotypical and whatever and it's like when they're really not playing it that serious you know Mm -hmm. like when when it's literally just like get in the phone booth and then we're gone and we're good yeah and it's not like people going back to a time period and getting trapped and like (laughs) staying there for a long time like that kind of thing you'd probably need to do more research and Mm -hmm. make it a little more real yeah uh, for people to like care about it but it's like we're gonna be gone in like five minutes anyway the bit's gonna run out and then they're gonna leave and we're never coming back who gives a shit Mm -hmm. if it looks like a stereotypical movie western town and not like the real wild west yeah you know or like yeah it's it was a silly like (laughs) quibble to have with it yeah the one thing that they did that i completely forgot about and i was like that was perfect in the like silly comedy that matters not at all, you know, where they don't really give a shit about mm-hmm. like, does this make narrative sense or yeah. like they don't give a shit is when uh, is when Ted just tells himself that he'll put the keys back behind the thing and they reach back there and they're there. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, here we go. And moving on yeah. instead of going through some big, huge plan, they just use 
like future time travel that they'll do they promise yeah <laughs> <laughs> to get the keys to them now yeah so that they can do what they need to do and i loved that kind of shit like that was fun and that was like a trick i wasn't expecting them to pull mm -hmm. based on how kind of basic was, all the rest of the time travel that stuff was fun, is like it was me that stole my dad's keys <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's uh there's there's a few good like setups and payoffs mm -hmm. you know um the one that I kind of liked the best is the moment towards the beginning when Rufus first shows up and is talking to them at the Circle K mm -hmm. and Bill and Ted from the end of the movie show up yeah, to tell them stuff and be like, <laughs> everything's totally cool. And it's so funny that it's just like, wait, so everything works out fine? Yeah. <laughs> like we know for a fact that it works out fine because they're they're right there and they're like, everything works out fine. <laughs> like there was something so silly about that. And I loved the realization that Ted never wound his watch. So like the time gets all screwed up. Mm -hmm. So he tells him to tell him again, like you, so you got to tell him to make sure. And the, just the hilarity of how <laughs> fruitless it obviously is. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, you did do that yeah. and it didn't work. So if you do it right now, it's not going to work. <laughs> we already proved this. Like the little bits of time shenanigans in that sense, I thought was pretty fun. Mm hmm. The hilarity of the, like, simplicity of what they need to do versus the, like, complexity of what they wind up doing and what the plan is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, literally it's just prepare a history presentation. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and obviously there's a lot of pressure on it because of the fact that they need an A plus yeah. to pass. Like, it has to literally be perfect. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on it. But it still is just a thing where it's, like, that's just a thing you can do. You can just sit down and do that. Yeah. <laughs> and yet... <laughs> the fact that the future society knows that they wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like knows that there's no way that they're just going to sit down and write a good report. Yeah. That they need magical time travel in order to get this done. <laughs> which like really makes me think about something that I don't think they bring up at all. Which is like, what the fuck happened to make this new timeline occur? You know what I mean? Like yeah. them them being dickheads and being bad at school just seems like them in their native state. Mm -hmm. So when they get the news that if they don't do this history report that they're going to flunk and that if Ted flunks, he's going to go to military school. Like that's what should be happening. Yeah. And therefore that future that is based on the wild stallions <laughs> should never have existed unless there's a, there was an original timeline where that where they just like squeaked by in history maybe and just like got a d and it was fine or whatever and they didn't have to come up with some sort of crazy presentation <laughs> you know like yeah that must have been the original timeline but mm. then something in this timeline yeah. caused them to fail harder than they should have which <laughs> necessitated the time machine <laughs> to go back in time and go collect all these various historical figures <laughs> to give the most ridiculous presentation in the history of presentations. There was something that I read about that I thought was so funny because like you hear that at the beginning, their teacher tells them that it's like you, it's, it's a presentation. Mm -hmm. So like, okay, so think high school, think classroom, think presentation. What do you do? You stand up in the front of your classroom yeah, and you do a presentation for the rest of your class. Yeah. And then towards the end of this, like when they're cutting back to the school, when they realize that like, oh, shit, we actually have less time than we thought we did. Yeah. And Two all this hours junk. instead of 10. Yeah. Like, holy shit. And it cuts back to the school where it's like, oh, the presentations are happening and they're waiting on Bill and Ted and they're not there yet. Mm -hmm. And they're in the like auditorium. Yeah. For like in the front whole of like, school. yeah, in front of the whole school. And I was just like what it's a hit like i don't care if it's your final yeah it's a history class it's not a performance yeah. class like you shouldn't have to give a speech to like 500 people yeah in order to pass your history yeah. class that's just not fair unless that's ridiculous. it's somehow also a like public speaking class <laughs> yeah but like it's just so ridiculous it seems so silly to me yeah and I then i was i was looking into some just trivia about the movie and as usual take everything with a grain of salt mm -hmm. but apparently in the original like spec script for bill and ted's adventure it wasn't called excellent adventure at the time it was something else i think it was just like go through time or something mm -hmm. but in the original one they just sort of brought a few people into their classroom to help give a little presentation 
Yeah. And then the like end sort of bigger thing in the movie was them taking the princesses to prom. Okay. But they were like, shit. No, the whole point of the movie is that they have to get their presentation done right to pass so that the future happens. Mm -hmm. The prom is kind of inconsequential. That doesn't matter. Yeah. The presentation needs to be more important. So to give it a bigger scale, they made it more of like an honest stage so they could in incorporate like lights yeah. and fog <laughs> and all the crazy shit that happens. And it's like, okay, yeah, that does make for a better scene yeah. than just a couple of dudes in a classroom. But it still seems insane <laughs> that your history final needs to be in front of that many people. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. Like, okay, you want to do it on a stage? Fine. Have it be just the class. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's silly that it's, like, the entire school. Like, what the fuck? Do any of these other kids give a shit about your history final? What are they doing here? Like, why <laughs> um, are they here? Unless those are all of the kids that took that history. Like, not just their class, but that <laughs> Oh, that, that level history of history that with... the whole year or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But shit, dude. You have to sit through every class's final? Apparently. That would be so long. Yeah. That would be all day and like more than just school hours yeah <laughs> that would it's, be absurd especially because it looked like no one else was teamed up bill and ted were the only like, yeah, partners right. that's the funniest part <laughs> that they never ever address like yeah. that it's not that ted needs a good one and bill needs a good one it's that bill and ted need a good one yeah. one <laughs> singular somehow uh which is so funny like it, it, that's that's sort of the charm of it in terms of not giving a shit about things yeah. like that, where it's like, they what? They're Bill and Ted. That's what happens. They're, yeah. <laughs> they do it together. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> what are you talking about? There's no problem here. Uh, another thing that kind of lends itself to to a like a weird uh, uh, comparison to other duos, you know, like think of Cheech and Chong, Jay and Silent Bob, and they're afterwards, obviously, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, Wayne and Garth, all that kind of stuff. There's two very distinct people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially like Wayne and Garth. Like, they're so different from each other. Like, take charge, come up with crazy ideas, and oh my God, no. Like, you know, it's like they're so different from each other. But Bill and Ted are so similar yeah. in every single way that it's like, if you told me a line from this movie just cold, like mm -hmm. with no context or anything, you just said the words out loud, unless it was one of the very specific ones that I wrote down for <laughs> a very specific character, like, oh, I loved how he said that specifically. Mm -hmm. If it's just a random line from this movie... It could be either of them. Oh, yeah. It's, absolutely. It, and there was a joke uh, that, you know, again, who knows how true that, <laughs> uh, you know, that they that they uh, auditioned for each other's part, you know, that it was like <laughs> Bill was originally going to be Keanu and Ted was going to be. Oh. And they were like, that's not true. But I think that that idea just grew from the fact that, like, sometimes we didn't know which character we were reading. Yeah. Because they are so similar, mm -hmm. you know, and there's just like, I don't even necessarily want to say that it's like horrible, but like that, I guess, doesn't lend itself to as good of a dramatic movie as mm -hmm. as the others do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Wayne and Garth getting mad at each other. Like there's very clear like personality clash or something like that. Mm -hmm. But with Bill and Ted, it's like, how could they not agree on everything all the time? They're basically yeah. the same person. <laughs> they may as well be twins. Yeah, really. Like the fact that they're not related is almost weird. <laughs> um, but they are both so great mm -hmm. and so like just positive. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's a I'm sure we've probably talked about it before, but like comedy in general seems like it has uh definitely weighed towards like the cynical and the like sarcastic mm -hmm. and and that kind of stuff uh as time has gone on <laughs> um and i don't hate that at all like there's great stuff from that like forgetting sarah marshall is such a cynical movie <laughs> and yet it's so great and oh, it's yeah. so funny and so it's like there's no problems with that mm -hmm. it's just like when you see something where there's like where there's such like wholesome pureness to these two idiots yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like other than the fact that uh bill's dad is dating that like basically teenager <laughs> or, or not teenager anymore i guess because they said that she was a senior when they were freshmen yeah so if it's three years later then she'd be like 21 yeah. probably 
or at least 20, but not a teenager anymore. But either way, just his dad with that girl. Mm -hmm. So strange. The looks that she gives sometimes where it's like, you don't want to be here, do you? Yeah. You know, like the scene when he like basically kicks Bill and Ted out of Bill's bedroom and like closes the door behind them. Mm -hmm. She looks kind of scared. Yeah. And it's not fun. I don't know if that's supposed to be like a ho, 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 laugh out loud moment from the 80s. But oof. Yeah. That did not age well. No, it did not. That whole scenario. It's like at the end of it, you're not like. Oh, they all learned something. Even their dads. You're just like, their dads were terrible people. I don't know yeah. how sons this pure came from horrible, evil mm-hmm. men like this. They must be like <laughs> like their biological mothers. Yeah, must be because they're so sweet and their dads are so terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously. And why is it? I thought that uh, Ted's dad was going to be like a military guy because he like with the like immediate like bringing up the military school. Mm hmm. Um, and it's just like, why are military dads always portrayed as such dicks? I mean, I just wrote, I wrote that he's like the classic, uh, psycho control freak dad Yeah, from movies. And that is that scene, movies and TV and all sorts of pop culture. But like mm-hmm. that always seems to be the go-to threat yeah. is military school, whether they're in the military or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's always, that's, that's the scare card yeah. for the like suburban white kid. Yeah. Like, You're going to go to military school. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he's horrible. Ted's dad's horrible. Bill's dad's creepy and horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are both like, there's such little like bad shit surprisingly you know like Mm -hmm. in terms of aging yeah there's like the one sequence where they call each other fags i think right yeah Yeah. because they they hugged after like uh they like survived something yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that was the medieval times where uh uh, bill thought ted was stabbed to death right 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 and then ted bashed the (laughs) bad guy over the head with something yes yes that's right and they give a little hug and they call each other fags and then they kind of laugh it off and then on to the next thing or whatever so it's very brief and it's not it doesn't completely derail it you know it's still not great no well yeah Yeah. it's it but it's like oh wow that's almost it Mm, you know there's like uh there's just there's like the little weirdness about the end of the movie where rufus comes and basically just gives them those girls yeah you know where it's like okay yeah they like them Mm -hmm. you know and it's not like it's not like they're like some sort of like cave women where it's like Mm -hmm. they don't understand english but here they are for you (laughs) it's like okay they have agency they know who they are they want to see bill and ted Mm -hmm. they like them so it's okay i guess they seemed excited about the mall yeah right so it's like (laughs) okay that's at least better but it was just kind of strange that rufus is basically just like and here you are your women prizes yeah (laughs) at the end of the movie movie um that wasn't great uh but, but other than that he like had to bring them back because they're in the band right right i mean that's obviously the excuse <laughs> but it is it is it's better than it might seem at first glance <laughs> um but uh, like other than that like all of their quests and adventures like it's not like they're getting in trouble because they're like pinching asses yeah or like being gross or like horrible being kind of dopes yeah and they're just walking like i loved when they go to the old west Mm -hmm. and they find billy the kid and just the the how's it going old west dude like (laughs) that's their greeting yeah because they're dopes and don't understand that to these people, it's not the old West. This it, is just the West. Yeah, this is just this is just time. This is yeah. just now. This is not <laughs> like when you're talking about. It'd be like just saying like, "How's it going, present person?" Like what? what? You know the present that we're both in. It's so strange, but I love like that kind of stuff. Yeah, calling him Mister the Kid. Yeah, I mean it, everyone's name is so hysterical and mm. how they how they do it. You know, so crates. Uh, Frund. Frund. Yeah, Mr. Frund. Yeah. Instead of Freud. I, they, they they pronounce Beethoven horrifically as well. Like Beethoven or something. Yeah. But it was just like, it's just Beethoven, total goobers. I think it is. <laughs> something like that. But it's just like they're total goobers <laughs> about it. But it's like they're so harmlessly just sort of traipsing about history. Mm-hmm. And, and like, thankfully, it's not the kind of time travel where they're affecting the future. based on what they're doing um something that i read about that i almost kind of wish they had done and it you know probably would have taken a lot of thought to really get it perfect and it might have been just like too much where it's like that's not what we're trying to do we're not going to waste our time (laughs) trying to do that 
But there was one sequence that that was like cut out either from the script. I don't think they shot it, but it was in the script at least where they went to like Rome and met Caesar Mm -hmm. and got him killed. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's hysterical. And the idea of like, oh, my God, if Bill and Ted did history, you know, like Mm -hmm. like if them going back in time for this history project is what causes all the things that is our history, you know, all the like tragedies (laughs) or, or, you know, disasters or stuff like that would be fucking hilarious they had the binocular key on the titanic (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) just way goofy shit like that like that would be so much fun but again it would be just like you'd have to work all the logistics of that out Mm -hmm. in your script and like research all this kind of shit and it was clear that it was like that's not what we're trying to do yeah we're not gonna go through all that trouble (laughs) but that's just a thought like i'm sure that that thought has been used in something you know where it's like goofballs create history somehow mm-hmm. in goofy ways i mean the whole roswell that ends well yeah and futurama is essentially <laughs> I'm that. my own grandpa <laughs> yeah mr <laughs> i'm my own grandpa um but i thought that would have been fun but the <laughs> fact that they like that there's no uh like i guess it's weird the fact that there's no stakes is like <laughs> is equally like oh kind of a letdown in terms of the like what a well-made and constructed movie this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does lend itself to what I think this movie like really is. And like how, the best way that it shows itself is like, this is absolutely the like late night hangout movie mm-hmm. where there's just fun stuff to watch. It's silly. Yeah. There's never moments where you need to be like, did you miss something? Cause there was this important little twist that just happened yeah. that if you're not paying attention, you won't understand yeah. that now, you know, it's like none of that. The worst is like, Oh, you weren't paying attention. Yeah. They, they got Joan of Arc now. Like- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like, who's that girl? Like that's Joan of Arc. Like, Oh, right, 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 right. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. They talked about that earlier. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that's, that's sort go. of silliness. Next up, Genghis Khan. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was sort of something that I thought was, was like funny in retrospect. Cause like as a kid watching this movie, you know, this was, you know, other than people like, you know, Abraham Lincoln or maybe Billy the Kid, you know, but like a lot of these people are people that's like, I didn't know anything about yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I wasn't sitting there like, oh yeah, Joan of Arc or yeah. Sigmund Freud or, yeah. you know, stuff like the Genghis Khan. Yeah. Oh, None of that really. Socrates. Yeah, exactly. Like though it was just, <laughs> hey, goofy people from the past that they're bringing here to whatever, you know, like maybe I had an inkling of who like Napoleon was or something, yeah. <laughs> but like really not <laughs> all of them. So most of the jokes about them specifically were new to me kind of watching it now, you know, <laughs> like the like uh Sigmund Freud uh psychoanalyzing Ted at the end of the movie. Yeah. And everything where it was like to, it, I don't fucking know anything about who yeah. he is, what he's doing. He's just talking to him now. What okay. So and then now Bill, getting like, that just admits like what his yeah. problem is. Yeah, like he minor he, Oedipal complex. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's hysterical. Uh, but I never, obviously never got that as a kid. Mm-hmm. But looking at it now, I wrote several times, especially in that mall sequence when the security guards are going after him, where I was just like, everyone in the vicinity is lucky that they're not being disemboweled right now. Right. By Genghis Khan. Well, it's because he, he dropped his weapon for the bat, so he can't disembowel as easily. I mean, it's an I would assume bat. he could probably do it with his hand. But yeah, it is. But it it is so funny that like, I don't know, I I can't quite put my finger on the best comparison, but it just seems insane to take (laughs) someone like Genghis Khan and just turn him into like that silly guy who's doing silly stuff in this silly movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a direct one for one of like Hitler (laughs) and Genghis Khan. Maybe a step down when would they be Mussolini? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like, because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He spread a lot of ideas and shit. And I'm sure there's like a whole bunch of good side effects to all the shit that Genghis Khan did. And like, other than like, populating half the earth yeah like i mean that <laughs> might be a good thing but i don't know if you really call it that but like 
you know, I'm sure that there's like, oh, because of all of that, mm-hmm. a bunch of great shit happened on yeah. top of all the people he murdered and ate and all that kind of crazy <laughs> shit. So, you know, it'd be, it'd be like if someone like, oh, goes back in time and they bring back with them for their history project. Oh, look, it's Ted Bundy. Little oh, silly oh. old Ted goofing around <laughs> like that dude's a fucking monster. Like, yeah, but look at him. He's playing around with the security guards. Like, it's so weird, you know, like Socrates, yeah. Abe Lincoln. Even Napoleon, you know, it's just like, oh, goofy stuff. What's <laughs> happening here? But like Genghis Khan. Yeah. It's a weird thing to, mm. to, to use so silly. Yeah. You know, but like it's, in the end, it's not like I'm like sitting here like, oh, movie. What have you done? It's just like you could have uh-huh. just you could have you could have just had someone else, <laughs> another warrior or something. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, any warrior from back then has probably done a lot of terrible yeah, stuff. This is true. Uh, but just <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they also have Napoleon, so you know. Yeah. Um, something that I thought was a little bit of a bummer in the end, and it was something that I was not expecting, and it uh, just caught me completely by surprise was the distinct lack of Rufus in this movie. Mm-hmm. When George Carlin showed up at the beginning and I was like, all right, here we go. Bill and Ted and Rufus on their way. <laughs> and then Rufus leaves and he doesn't show up again until the end of the movie. I yep. couldn't believe it. I was like, I thought he was in this whole fucking thing. Like, <laughs> what? It, that was crazy. If, if you had asked me. You know, if you'd given me like the four choices millionaire style of <laughs> screen time for Carlin and uh, there was one that said like seven minutes, I would have been like, never. And that probably is around how much he's in this movie. He is barely in this movie. Yeah. Really wanted to see more of him. Yeah. And so I was just a little bit disappointed <laughs> by that. Like, I know there's technically more in the sequel, but it's not as good. So come on. <laughs> Silly. And it sucks that, of course, he's long gone before the new Bill and Ted gets made, so he can't be in that. Yeah. Do you know, have you heard anything about that? That movie has the daughter of Rufus. Oh. Whose name is Kelly. Okay. Because of Kelly Carlin, who is his actual daughter. So they named her that. That's sweet. In, in like, remembrance, whatever. Played by Kristen Shaw. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, I I haven't really seen anything of it. I watched one little clip where they did a, it's like a hologram of Rufus, and okay. it's like footage from one of these older movies repurposed to mm-hmm. like make like a hologram of him in a museum, mm. and then they have somebody who's like voice impersonating mm. George Carlin to say like this is the. The phone booth that I used when I first talked to the great ones and, you know, like giving like a presentation or whatever. But it's like, oh, George Carlin. God, he's so great. It's such a shame that there's not as much of him as there should be, which is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Bill and Ted and Rufus's excellent adventure. Um, Also have to just absolute love. I mean, it's, it's something that cannot be ignored. And it's really truthfully the thing that sets Bill and Ted apart from like every other one that like makes it its own thing and is also just what makes them so great is their vocabulary. <laughs> the words that they use, the yeah. adverbs that they use, the excessive <laughs> adverbs that they use. Um, there's it's so great. It's so like fun and unique. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact that they are specifically like dumb sounding. And yet use huge, giant (laughs) words that's like, how do they know what egregiously means? (laughs) But they totally do. And it's wonderful. You know, I I love all that kind of stuff. Uh, And specifically, the phrase that I love that they use a bunch of times when they're talking about the people that they're about to kidnap, which is just let's bag him. Yeah. Over and over. I love that. Just when they see Billy the Kid, he's famous. Let's bag him. And then they go and see Socrates. Let's bag him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like there was at least one more. There, there probably is. But like, I love that phrasing. It's so funny. Obviously, their usage of dude mm-hmm. all the time is wonderful as well. Uh, specifically, when they're talking to Socrates, my favorite is the <laughs> dust, wind, pointing at Socrates. Dude. dude. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. And obviously, I mean, there's that... Uh, there's one specific line that I, I want to look up to get right because I didn't write it down in time. <laughs> I felt bad about that. But uh, the line, as soon as I heard it, because that's kind of what happened is like I heard it and then I realized like, oh, yeah, that line. And it had already gone past. 
And I couldn't quite remember exactly what it was. But what's so funny about it, and the reason that it stuck out to me so much, is that it is uh, in um, Lawrence Arms' albums, The Greatest Story Ever Told and Oh Calcutta. In the liner notes, they have these hysterical dueling quotes. Okay. Where there's a quote from something that's like super highbrow like old Russian literature or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then a line from a goofy movie that sort of <laughs> contrast each other in, in the, like, you know, just sort of the way that they, they are as a band, like is mm. contrasting like high and low art. Yeah. And one of them has a line from uh, ghostbusters, which is like, everything was going fine until Dickless here, cut the power, which is, I love. <laughs> but the other one, I think it's from El Calcutta is in this movie. And it, as soon as it happened, I was like, Oh God, that's right. Is the, Billy, you are dealing with the oddity of time travel with the greatest of ease. When Billy the Kid is just like all cool with yeah. what they're doing. Literally, the line is like, yeah, we just need one more speaker from medieval times. And Billy the Kid says, excellent. <laughs> and that's their response. It's yeah. just like, wow, you were doing really good at this. We're going through time. It's so crazy. I loved the relationship that developed between Billy the Kid and Socrates. Right? That the, was the cutest thing. The the, the background <laughs> shots when, when Bill Playing and Ted are catch. talking to, to the princesses, I think. Yeah. I forget what they're well, doing. They're, Bill and Ted are like in the, yeah, foreground in the foreground talking about their plan to go up to the castle. Oh, right, right, right. But yeah, the background, they're playing catch. Yeah. Billy the Kid <laughs> and Socrates. <laughs> they are absolutely hysterical. Uh, yeah, and then just them like <laughs> hanging out and like watching each other's backs the rest of the movie yeah. is so cute because they're the first two. Yeah, <laughs> it's super great. I, I I definitely enjoy that so much. Um, when they're in uh, medieval times, uh, I mentioned earlier there's there's not much of a like characters get separated or a bad thing happens or whatever. You know, there's no like Ted gets left behind in <laughs> Middle East, you know, in the Middle East or some shit like that. Like no. Yeah. He just, they're together basically all the time, except for the, like, minute that you maybe think Ted is dead. Yeah. Because the suit of armor that he, his explanation is so absurd, and it's the kind of movie I literally wrote, LOL, okay, sure. Yeah. When they explained it, where he's like, I thought that he stabbed you. And he's like, no, when I fell down the stairs, I fell out of the suit. Yeah. And I was like, then why did the guy stab it? If like there's clearly nobody in it because there's no way that that suit of armor is just laying there with nobody in it yeah. and it looks like a person anymore. Like what? I, what is okay? Fine, we're just moving on. Yeah. Not even gonna explain. I don't care anymore. <laughs> but that brief moment when he thinks that Ted is dead, mm -hmm. that is probably one of my my favorite bits of dialogue. Is the bogus, heinous, most non triumphant. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, it's so great. And it's like the exact uh, just like depiction of these characters yeah. in that wonderful way where it's like in the moment where he believes his best friend is dead, he does not lose it. He does not lose the way that they do things. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not an act. It's not put on. This is literally exactly who they are yeah. at all times. And that's so funny to me. But dude, most non-triumphant. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. And the hilarity of them asking those medieval princesses to prom completely unironically. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they're not, it's not just like, oh, get it? It's a joke or so. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> they want to take these princesses to prom. <laughs> and they think the princesses are going to know what that means. Yeah. And all, and they kind of do in the end because it's one of those movies. Let's move along. Yeah. <laughs> like, Rufus explained it to them. Yeah, I guess. It's just like, <laughs> oh, man, it's so silly and fun. Like, they're such goofballs. And that whole, like, <laughs> the whole bit with Deacon, Ted's younger brother, <laughs> where it's like, you take care of... of Napoleon while we go back in time and get more people yeah like that whole idea is great I wish they had done a little bit more with it honestly mm -hmm. uh but like teaching him about ice cream <laughs> yeah <laughs> where he like goes bananas on that giant mound of ice cream mm -hmm. um what else did they, they, they go went bowling, bowling and yeah. he was like fixing his score yeah like. yeah cheating in front of everyone yeah. and nobody like everyone could see it on the screen and everything yeah that was hysterical <laughs> oh man and then I, 
<laughs> and the fact that Deacon just ditches him like an asshole. Yeah. Like, at first I was like, what the fuck, Deacon? And, but he gets such a funny line later when they're like, you just ditched him? And he was like, that dude sucked. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's a funny enough answer that I will completely forgive you, Deacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> that dude sucked. Oh, man. Um, also completely forgot about and thought it was super weird that they take that pit stop into 10,000 BC where they're literally like, they just stop and they're all having snacks and they're just hanging out and figuring out what they're going to do and freaking out some cavemen (laughs) in the process. (laughs) Like, it's just such a silly, like, why are you going to 10,000 BC as a pit stop. Like, just go back to California. Go back to San Dimas. I thought it was an accident because the antenna was broken. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's why they were eating the the canned pudding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they could use the aluminum cans (laughs) and the gum that they were all chewing. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go to the mall. Yes. I literally wrote, how are they going to the mall before school? Yeah, right. They just talked about how much time they're, they like lost mm-hmm. in, by Ted not winding his watch, like realizing that like, oh no, we don't have 10 hours. We only have two. And they still have time to go to the mall and hang out and yeah. get into a bunch of shenanigans and whatever. Like something that definitely confused me. And like, obviously it sort of needed to happen. It needed to be said in order to give any kind of dramatic stakes to the movie but it made no sense to me and it was just like so clearly just a tool to give them a ticking clock Mm -hmm. was the idea that like remember time's always running here in San Dimas yeah it's like what no they have a time machine remember yeah (laughs) and it's like but clock's always ticking like how is that possible do they return to the present by like just hitting star and it sucks them right back to wherever they were when they left to go back in time, except now it is however many hours have passed while they've been doing stuff? You know what I mean? That's like what it what? seems like. Yeah. But that doesn't make any kind of sense in any type of 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 time <laughs> travel mechanics that I've ever come across in fiction. Like, that has never seemingly been it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's so silly that it's like, wait, after they do the presentation, they can go back in time to steal Ted's dad's keys and leave them behind the fence so that the whole plan works. Mm-hmm. They can do that, but they cannot go back in time so that they're not late to their presentation. And it seems like the only reason is because otherwise there wouldn't be a movie. So it seems like it seems like the time machine can go to a specific like date, but it cannot go to a specific time. I don't know. At least they don't explain it. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, I guess I kind of get what you mean. Like if they go back, if they wait until the next day and then go back in time, you know, several days to get the keys, but then the keys are just sitting behind that Mm -hmm. fence or whatever for days unfound. Yeah. Like that seems silly to me, but I mean, it's a silly movie. So I guess. Yeah. Um, Something else that didn't like make any sense to me, like time travel mechanics wise, but again, it's this movie. So (laughs) whatever, what seems weird to me is that they're like, they're outside the prison. Mm-hmm. All the historical figures have been arrested at the mall. Yep. <laughs> I don't understand what Beethoven was doing wrong. Yeah. That didn't he make was, any sense to me. He it's was like just rocking Genghis out Genghis Khan is freaking out and like attacking people. Fair. Billy the Kid and Socrates. Well, actually, I don't even. I mean, I think Billy the Kid fires his gun. Because that's so. just what he does. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, how can you blame him for that one? Yeah. That's, uh, just, I, I, that's just who he is. Yeah. I don't recall what Socrates was doing, but he was probably just with Billy the Kid and yeah. probably causing a ruckus or whatever. Yeah. Guilty uh, by association. Yeah. That kind of stuff. <laughs> what was Lincoln doing? Oh, he went and got a picture taken. Oh, right. And then the kid was like, you need to give me back that Lincoln hat. And he's like, no, this is my hat. And he gets in a fist fight with the kid. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, but literally, yeah, Beethoven, the dude at the store, like, must have set him up. 
with all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Like all the keyboards around him that he was using and playing on. And it was like, what? He eventually rocked too hard <laughs> because it was that dude who was like calling in the security, like, get him out of here. Yeah, like he just won't stop. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess. But it's like you were like, rock on, my yeah. man. Here's all this shit. Just keep <laughs> rocking. And then eventually he was like, no, don't rock that much. Oh, that's it. I'm getting security. Like, that's garbage. Why don't you try taking keyboards away first? Yeah. Yeah, right like or just tell like i mean obviously he's not going to understand english or you know because i doubt he i don't think he spoke it but you could i mean lots of languages use the word no yeah you could probably get that across to him <laughs> at least you might have to be mad and be like no but like he'll get it probably you didn't have yeah. to call security on him so either way they're all yeah. in jail <laughs> uh and it's the jail where ted's dad works at and like, I mean, he's a cop, but he works at that station or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And his keys are apparently the only keys that unlock that. That seems, I don't know. Like, there must be other keys, too. But yeah. whatever. Either way, doesn't matter. That's not what I'm talking about. The thing that I'm talking about is that they're sitting outside the police station. Mm -hmm. uh, Ted's dad has already been like, you're going yeah. to military school. It's not a case of whether you fail or pass or not. You're just going. Uh, and then they immediately ignore that. And mm -hmm. Bill is just like, but if we get that A, and then Ted's like, yeah. And it's like, guys, don't you get that that's no longer relevant? But okay, whatever. <laughs> but what was silly to me is that like their plan hinges on future Bill and Ted going back in time, stealing the keys and putting them behind the gate or whatever so that they can just get them when they need them to do their plan. Mm-hmm. Which means that in that world, they did not get the historical figures out of jail. Which means that they definitely did not go and get an A on their report. Which means that that next day, how is Ted doing anything? You know what I mean? Like, Wait, if his what do you mean? Okay, so so they're they're sitting there and they're like, we need to get them out of jail. Yeah. Otherwise, we can't do this report. Right. So their plan is to just get the keys. That are sitting here mm -hmm. because they, without the keys, just lived into the next day and used the time machine to go back in time, steal the keys, and leave them there. No. So the, yeah. They go back after the report. Exactly. That's the, but that's the thing though, <laughs> is that the, the first time through that timeline, you know what I mean? They're like, that's the thing that this movie doesn't do yeah. is like the timeline thing, but it's like there would have to have been a time that you go without the keys in order to eventually go back and drop the keys off or okay i get now i see what you mean <laughs> it just seemed weird, like yeah. i mean I, I guess i guess what like like yeah thinking about it now that, that is what they say that they'll go after the report i guess my thing that that really like got me with that there was, there was something that was irking me about it <laughs> and i think it just comes down to the fact that it's like you couldn't remember to wind your watch yeah and you guys are sure that you're going to remember to bring those keys. But the keys are there, so I guess they did. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, that seems like the kind of thing that would make them forget to do it. Mm -hmm. Is the fact that they just got it. And they're like, oh, okay. And they yeah. go off and do it. So it's like, <laughs> mm, I wish that they would have put something at the end there. You know, something that I kind of liked that um, they 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 change in the sequel. And like change, whatever. But like that they they do differently in the sequel. Is that like at the end of this one, we still have not heard wild stallions yeah you know what i mean like they are it's still it's like so they do so much for the world <laughs> that the entire future society is based around them yeah and at the end of this movie that like essentially what they go from from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie is like maybe we should learn to play these mm -hmm. and that's as far as it's not even like we've learned and we rock and it's time to play a show it's yeah. like no we've just decided that maybe we should know how to play our instruments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they are still on track to be wild stallions yeah. and, and take over the universe <laughs> or whatever. Uh, the sequel does have wild stallions play. Okay. Uh, there's like a battle of the bands at the end and there's evil Bill and Ted robots and stuff like that. It's, it's a, it's a goofy movie. Uh, I'm sure it's probably better than I'm thinking of it. It's just, there's these fucking aliens <laughs> called station that are so fucking gross oh. they're the gross they're like hairy and covered in skin mm. you know what i mean like it's not like they're like furry aliens mm -hmm. or you know smooth like reptile scale aliens it's like no they're like human man skin with with hair but they're 
gross looking and they're monstrous. Ugh, they're the worst things in the world. <laughs> so I do not like watching that one very much. But the, I have both of them because they came in like a double pack. Yeah. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> so maybe one day we'll crack that open and watch it. Um, but it's in the end, it really is kind of just like a chill out movie mm-hmm. like something that's on and if you remember like if you're like oh it's that part yeah like that's that part i really like and then mm-hmm. you'll watch it and whatever but like sitting down for the entire runtime like i don't think i would go to a theater and see this you know if it was yeah. like oh we're showing bill and ted for its 40th anniversary or whatever the fuck i would be like eh, yeah i don't really care it's not that much of a thing for mm-hmm. me yeah just a meh <laughs> it was it was it was it was fun it definitely was fun and i am glad that i finally you know sat down and watched it in its entirety considering how little i knew about it going in yeah <laughs> uh, which is surprising given the fact that you know it's been around for nearly my entire life yeah i mean 89 so yeah yeah one year yeah i i'm three day or i'm you know how whatever month it came out you know yeah I'm yeah, a yeah. few months older than this movie <laughs> you know you'd think that i would have at least known more about it yeah you're like but... a, you're like a month and a half older than this movie <laughs> It's february 17th is when it came out oh yeah 89 so yeah, yeah. barely but <laughs> yeah yeah, but I had a lot of fun watching it, and it's fun were... to see baby Keanu. It is right, like, like super young baby Keanu. Definitely a fun one to watch. Definitely a fun like uh, historical one to watch. No mm-hmm. pun intended. You know, like yeah. of being like, oh yeah, Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I felt uh, a similar way. Obviously, way way different movies, but like a similar way to finally seeing uh, Risky Business. You know, where it's just yeah. like, oh, that movie. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Like. It's it's a big thing out there in the world. And I knew about as much about that movie. <laughs> you know, risky business where uh, Tom Cruise hires a hooker and then they go back in time and they. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, he slides across the floor on his socks. Yeah, pretty sure. I mean, it was him or it was Napoleon. I forget. But either way. <laughs> oh man, I also I do a quick tiny little thing about the very end of the movie to 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 sort of send us off on. I uh, love the fact that Rufus can shred. Mm-hmm. You know, where he's just like, wah, 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 wah. Uh, love the fact that they aren't jealous of him at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're such pure hearts that it was just like, they suck. And then Rufus is like, let me take a look at this and just rips off a solo. And they're just, and they're just like, dude, yeah. they just think it's super tight. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Such good dudes. Uh, those hands are the like the guy who made all the music for the movie. <laughs> you know, like they just. Mm-hmm. Put him in the costume, shot it from the neck down, yeah. <laughs> had him rip a solo. Uh, pretty hysterical. I was pretty certain that wasn't George Carlin himself. Yeah. Uh, and then that that wonderful final line of the they do get better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's it's uh it's like it it is it's like a feel good hangout kind of movie. It's like there's really never a moment in this movie where you feel bad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I I wrote a note. I was like, how does this movie actually have a like somewhat wholesome message to it? The like be excellent to each other. Like yeah, right? what it's a it's great such a good message. philosophy. Right. right? Like, like it's, it's I think that's uh that's definitely what makes it so memorable. You know, mm-hmm. and like we were talking about like the fact that these guys are so uncynical. They're so so like pure of heart and not sarcastic or mean or anything like that Mm -hmm. you know we're like party on obviously becoming the wayne's world like sign off phrase uh you know makes sense for those characters and as much as you know you could probably hear wayne and garth go like be excellent to each other and it would make sense yeah that's just not really their vibe you know it's like they're kind of a little more selfish of people and you know do things for their own (laughs) uh, needs and wants and Bill and Ted are very much just like, everything should just be cool, man. Yeah. Everyone just needs to hang out and be cool and be excellent, man. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I think that is going to wrap it up for Popcorn for Dinner for this week. Uh, we will see what movie uh, comes our way for Time Travel Month for next week. We got a few in the pipeline. We'll see which one winds up uh, winds up, up next. But uh, this is Jeff. And Kelly. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. (laughs) 